In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome this morning to celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Ken McKenna. Welcome, of course, to his brothers and sisters who are here with us, and to their families. Welcome, of course, uh, to Pearl sisters and uh, their families who are here, here with us as well, too. Welcome to all Kenny's friends, uh, especially those that uh, worked with him that are here with us today. Uh, welcome to his neighbours and people that he knew all his life. And, of course, welcome to all the family friends who are here with us, too. When the news came of Kenny's death, it was uh, an enormous shock uh, for everyone. Uh, he was a person who was always there for everyone throughout his life. Um, he was a kind man, a loving and generous man too. Today, uh, to be in the church uh, for this funeral, uh, for all of us, seems uh, very unreal. But this morning we gather to thank God for Kenny's uh, good life and the great impact that has made in so many people's lives in all sorts of different ways. So we offer the Mass uh, today, acknowledging the goodness and the grace of God that has come to us, especially through people in our lives. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery your servant Kenneth, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out and as sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations 
rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. A reading from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent we live on in earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We're always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord whether we are living in the body or exiled from it. 
we are intent in pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what we deserve for the things that he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On arriving at Bethany, Jesus found that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. Bethany is only about two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews who had come to Martha and Mary to sympathize with them over their brother And when Martha heard that Jesus had come, she went to meet him. Mary remained sitting in the house. And Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatever you ask of God, he will grant you. Your brother, said Jesus to her, will rise again. Martha said, I know he will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though they die, they will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she said. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who was to come into this world. The Gospel of the Lord. Who could have ever thought that this new year would begin in the way it has? There was nothing to warn anyone of what was to come. No warning lights, no significant difficulties in Kenny's health to alert anyone. When he didn't appear or answer calls on that first day of the new year, he was discovered then to have passed away very quietly. The news of his death uh, quickly came to the family and to the friends, and it has been a great shock uh, to everyone. Having spoken to the family, both young and old, it's difficult to express today in words their grief. Kenny was greatly loved and valued by them all. All his life he has been a towering strength and support to them all. It's difficult to imagine their life now without him. And likewise, too, for Pearl's sisters and their families, too. In prayer, uh, we turn to God and ask him to give us consolation and strength in these days of personal loss. Mm-hmm. 
to comfort those who grieve and those who today are carrying a heavy load. Today we hear of people in that gospel passage who are also mourning the loss of a brother, Martha and Mary. Their blood brother has died after an illness and is now in the tomb. And like us today, they cry hard tears. And like all of you, they miss their brother and their relative. But Jesus' arrival signifies a different outcome to all of this. The stone over the tomb is rolled away and Lazarus is returned to his sisters. This great miracle, of course, points to a greater miracle of Easter, where the end of human life is not the tomb, but a new life. Martha is asked if she believes in all of this, and she responds, yes, I believe that you are the resurrection and the life. Today, the church in this place states this once again. He is the resurrection and the life. And for all of us beyond death, there is a new life to which this life itself leads us. By the grace of God, we are led uh, by God to himself. None of us are left behind, and the love of God draws us to himself. It's with these words, maybe, that we console ourselves here in this place today. A happier day will come when we will be reunited again, when we will see each other once again. Just a few words uh, today about Kenny's life. He was born uh, in 1948 at Bells Hill Maternity. He was one of 15 children. That's a lot of mouths to feed. The family lived in Colebrook Street. I have a theory about Colebrook Street. It always appears in family histories here in Canvas Lang. Everyone in Canvas Lang, I think, lived in Colebrook Street at one time or another. The family moved uh, to the Caledonian Circuit in 1950. All his life, Kenny was devoted to his mother. He attended uh, St Bride's Primary and Secondary School, went to Stowe College, and it was there that the man from Weir's Pumps came looking for apprentices. And when he saw a ginger-haired young man, Kenny, he said, I'm having him. For the rest of his working life, Kenny worked assiduously for Keir's, for Weir's Pumps, and of course was a great valued colleague uh, and worker there. An active youngster, he spent his young years caddying in Canvas Lang Golf Club. He married, of course, Pearl on the 29th of November 1969, and they had a long and happy marriage together. They were a most devoted couple, very caring and very loving to one another. It was a great sadness uh, for him when Pearl passed away, and every day I think he visited the cemetery, uh, which we, of course, will be in later on uh, this morning. They both lived in Westburn Village and were great, valued people in that particular community and in the neighbourhood and looked after St Charles's Church in Newton until it closed. He was a tech guy. 
He loved fixing things. He was the go-to guy in the family to fix things, any household appliances. Call Kenny was the cry that went out. He liked walking and in recent times volunteered for charity walks too. In nature, he was one of those kind of people that you find in life that is steady and reliable. Someone that people could lean on and depend upon. All his life he was this. A great support to his brothers and sisters, his parents, uh, and of course his brothers and sisters, spouses and families as well. He was a person who was easy to be around. He had a kindly manner, always friendly and always reliable. The same too for Pearl's sisters, their spouses and families too, and they loved Kenny and he meant the world to them. Everyone says the same uh, about Kenny, that he was an exceptional person And maybe in a quiet way, he embodied the kind of person that maybe we would all like to be too. With grief and loss comes terrible sadness. In this place, though, we are consoled by the gentle love of God. He dries our tears. He lifts us up and he gives us strength when we most of all need it to bear our loss. With Kenny's death, there is a passing of a great man in this family. His gentle, loving and kindly ways will always be remembered. So may our loving God himself grant Kenny peace at the end of his life. And may he reward him for kindnesses. And may he be reunited again with Pearl, whom we love very much in the joy of heaven. I ask you to join in our Office of Hymn of today's Mass.
you please to stand. Pray now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Kenneth, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. But when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of his resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of hosts. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our folk, Joseph, our bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Kenneth, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We invite you please to stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. <coughs> Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And I invite you now to give each other a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. to hold communion today uh, but if you don't want to receive communion but maybe you'd like to receive a blessing and feel free just to come forward and to place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing but if you don't want to receive communion or a blessing today just uh, please remain uh, seated where you are.
please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Kenneth may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.